So Lennox memorized, remembered. What's the difference between memorized and remembered? Nothing. Memorized seems like long term. Like I memorized yeah. that. Memorized is like, like verbatim. Yeah, remembered is like I remember that from yesterday. Yeah, not necessarily detailed. And so Lennox was like, he said, do you want to hear my friend's addresses? And I said, hold on, young man. Let me pull up the web browser on the internet and go to Zillow. (laughs) Which you did. (laughs) Which I did. So he remembered two uh, of his friend's home addresses. And I Zillowed both of them. Len, what was that noise? No. You plus Booper. Okay, you guys try to be quiet. You and Booper knock that down. You're an you're an accomplice. You're a knowing uh, (laughs) participant in this crime. You're the mastermind. And so I, I I Zillowed slash Googled slash Zestimate their property value, and his first friend, uh, their house was worth. Uh, $630,000, which, eh, no, it's, it's fine. You're doing all right. For West Sacramento. That's fine. You're, you're not in a condo like us, but you're, you're not <laughs> far from our condo. You have a backyard. Okay. Right. You have a tile in your kitchen. You have an oven that works. Uh, but then the second friend that I Googled slash Zillowed slash Zestimated, uh, property value of... Seven hundred and eighty thousand. Hmm. Hello. And and I looked through their pictures on the Zillow. They have a pool. <gasps> Lennox. Yeah. We got to be their friends. Yes. We got to go to some pool parties. They're annoying. Yeah. Well. Oh no. Welcome to adulthood. When you uh, <laughs> tuck annoying into your pocket uh, for a. Uh, a pool and maybe a nice catered meal. You put up with annoying so you can go use their pool, okay? Yes, exactly. And that oop. Well, this is like Luna. She had another address of her friends. We Googled it. And while it's not in West Sacramento, it's in Natomas. But it was worth... North Highlands, I thought. Something like yeah, that. Yeah, it, well, it was, it was a similar property value, like high 700s. But it was a lot of space. Yeah. But. It's in was, North Highlands. There was a lot of space, but. <laughs> right. But it was in a, uh, <laughs> a dodgy neighborhood. It uh, it had a fence around the property, which. Uh, right. I've always said more fences in your neighborhood, more crime. <laughs> it was it was it's like a compound. Um, but. Yeah. So. And that. Uh, Greetings, Internet. Welcome to But I'm Still a Good Person by Vince Nicholas. I'm Vince Nicholas. I'm joined by my sparkling wifey, Carolyn Nicholas. Hello. Hello, honey. Thank you for joining me at our dining room table for our little program here. Okay. Let's get into it. Uh, The topic is song lyrics are stupid. Boy, are they. And uh, we are focusing on Backstreet Boys' smash hit song. Everybody. Everybody. Yeah. Now, the title, title, 
Not title. It's not T I D A L. Okay. The title? Steve Martin. Ever hear of him? <laughs> yes. He's a comedian, actor, and now he's into banjo. But he was on Howard Stern. Uh, I was watching this because Howard Stern has video cameras in his radio studio. But Steve Martin uh, was talking about, he was uh, regaling us with a story. Uh, and he was saying, uh, I remember going, driving into Atlantic City, and he was, he had a big uh, date, like a, he was performing at a, at a fancy casino, at a big time casino. So he was talking about driving into Atlantic City and he pulls up to this hotel and on the Grand Marquis, he sees his name and and now I'm slipping in my, into my Steve Martin, honey. Martin. Okay. But he says, and I look up and I see Steve Martin. And I thought, you have a T in your name, Steve. Okay, so this goes to Michael Keaton, who pronounces his name Michael Keaton. Steve Martin pronounces his name Steve Martin. Mm. You know, this gets my goad, honey. I know, I know. This is this will bother you for many years. Yeah. You have a T in your name, you should pronounce it. Okay. Okay. Like, uh, recently we had a big uh, to-do with uh, your family, the Fishers, and Peyton Fisher... And sometimes she's called Pate for short. Or Patey. Patey. Uh, but even when it's Pate, it's not a T. It's more like a soft D at a the Pate. end. Yeah. Like, hey. Hey, like, hey, Pate. And it's like, oh, there's a T. And that woman's name. <laughs> Pronounce it. Respect her. I think you should like put together like a PowerPoint presentation. I have. And at our next Fisher gathering, yeah, I'm sure Peyton would enjoy this. You mean Peyton? <laughs> you put her photo yes. up and yes. you like lead us all through how we should be pronouncing her name, her nicknames, etc. The, the first picture will be of a mountain, and I'll be like, "This is not, this is not pronounced <laughs> mountain, okay?" And it's not fronting, or it is fronting. <laughs> oh oh <God>. dear, <laughs> it's not fronting. Anyways, uh, so the Backstreet Boys, uh, everybody, song lyrics are stupid. And the idea, the concept here uh, is that once you take the Max Martin <laughs> uh, super Swedish lavish production away from the song, and you just look at the lyrics, you realize they're dumb. They're stupid. <laughs> like, what are these guys even talking about? Right. The, the the Bieber song, You Should Go and Love Yourself? Yes, Lennox. And that oop. Len, please come here. And that oop. What? Are you a, hold on. Are you a little street urchin hold. from London? Hold on, hold on, hold on. Can I have an I bite? I just spent 10 minutes on pronouncing the T <laughs> and Peyton Fisher. He's talking like a newsie. Steve Martin. Not E. No. Not T. Have a bye. But D. Oh, too much. Uh, the only way is Essex for this young man. And that oop. What do you want to eat? Can I have a nutty butty? A nutty butty. Okay, he pronounced it. Buddy. He pronounced it excellently. Okay, go away. Good pronunciation. <laughs> That's what life is about, Lynn. And that oop. The uh, Backstreet Boys, everybody. Um, produced by Max Martin. 
and Dennis Pops with a Z. Yep. And we watched a little. Um, is it This Is Music on Netflix? Yeah, I believe so. It was a. It was about an hour long um, documentary about why is Sweden producing so many hit music producers, right? And so it went back to the history, like talked about ABBA, yeah, who's from Sweden, and yeah. it, up to present day. Yeah, it was. I love this kind. We both love this kind of stuff. Yeah. And they talked about in that documentary, they're especially Max Martin and uh, I'm sorry, Martin, Martin, <laughs> and uh, Dennis Pops. Yes, with they talked. They talked about. Um, they had such a great relationship with the Backstreet Boys. Mm-hmm. They've. They've also produced and written songs for Britney Spears, oh, and yeah. Sync. Mm-hmm. Who else? Do you remember anybody else? I go uh, Katy Perry, so Pink. Many, yeah. So many hit songs, yeah. Mm-hmm. But like, they really had a great relationship with Backstreet Boys, and they like have fond memories of working with them. Yeah. Um. And we watched uh, Brian Luttrell from the Backstreet Boys. Oh, he was in that documentary. Is they in featured there. him, yeah. Yeah, because, uh, well. First, first off, we I, I was like, well, should we do "I Want It That Way," which is the giant mega international smash hit? Not only their like quintessential hit, but also just kind of the hit that like defines boy bands, boy, right. And pop songs for that generation. Right. Tell me why ye ain't nothing but a heartache. But even Brian Luttrell of the Backstreet Boys, he comes on and he's like, I don't know what. That and it mean. Yeah, he was kind of addressing the lyrics themselves. Yeah. Like, I don't know, but you know, they made this, we sang it, it was it was magic, we all right. felt it there in the studio. Right. And Max Martin has gone on record and saying lyrics uh, I I he he's more Oh Amazon. And a oop and a oop. Uh and a oop. Max Martin, um he said that Lyrics should sound good or cool or unique or interesting. Yeah. But making sense, eh, who cares? Yeah, yeah. We addressed this on a previous pod. Yeah. Um, so these guys in Sweden at this sound factory, mm-hmm. they come up with beats. Yeah. And they, and then they, the beats come first, mm-hmm. and then you put the lyrics to it. Absolutely. So it might. It doesn't matter if it's silly or if it doesn't quite make sense, as long as it fits and it's like you can snap your fingers and dance to it and it's catchy. Yeah. That like takes precedent over the sensibility of Making the lyrics. Sense of I <laughs> yes. because I want it that way. I I've spent weeks trying to crack the nut, and I. I like today. I thought I want it that way. I want my grilled cheese. I want <laughs> it grilled cheese that way. Could signify I want it with mayonnaise instead of butter. It's like the Burger King. Um, their sales pitch, like your your yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You get it your way, or whatever. Yeah, it's just so. Uh, I, 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 it's whatever you it's want not, it to me. It's mean. not as right, and it's not as fun or entertaining to mock, uh, make fun of. Uh, so, uh, Backstreet Boys, everybody. Okay, so right away, honey. Backstreet Boys, everybody. And then in the parentheses, Backstreet's back. Yeah, and that's part of the chorus is Backstreet's back, all right. Right, but re- referring to yourself in your own oh, yeah. song, Third in the title, it's... It's odd it's for a odd, boy band. It is odd. Like NSYNC, NSYNC's back. You never, new kids, new kids are back. You would never see it's that It's very nonsense. odd. And I feel like they had 
correct me if I'm wrong, they had some... I won't, but go ahead. <laughs> they had some top ten hits in the U.S. before this song came out. Yes. But it's not like they had been gone for a decade and then this right. is their big comeback. Right. So it's really strange that right. those are the lyrics. Right. And referring to yourself, I think of um, rap. And oh, like, yeah. And like, uh, if you're Jason a rapper... Jason Derulo. <laughs> well, he's an R&B singer, honey. <laughs> oh, but I think of uh, like Snoop Dogg. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, rap. Listen, I'm a real man, honey. I listen to rap. You're a rap the, enthusiast. In the early to mid 90s. And I still do. Uh, but in the early mid 90s, if you were a rapper, for instance, Snoop Dogg, you had to go down a checklist of you had to say your name, Snoop Dogg. You had to say your label, Death Row Records. You had to say maybe the year, Nine Trey, 1993. <laughs> you had to say uh, what city you're from, Long Beach, Los Angeles, LA, California. So you had to go through all the. So oh, wow. uh, a boy band, Jackson 5, in sync, saying spitting out their name in in a song or uh, on a chorus it just seems odd so i i question max martin and uh, dennis pops with a z you know what they had the beat they they could not care less about these lyrics they were like here you go backstreet boys sing this these weird english words we don't care here aj mclean and howie duro was that his name (laughs) I don't even know. I don't. Care. I have his. I have the BSB members right here. Yes, Howie Duro. D R D O R O U G H. It's very important. You know what? Yeah. Let's get into it. I'm excited. Okay. So right away. Well, okay. So we watch, just watched the video twice. By the way, I counted three times. Oh, three times. It was pre-show prep. <laughs> We're doing research, honey. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It's it's a long video because they did the horror movie theme. It's about six minutes long. They were trying to be actors, so they had sort of an intro and an outro before and after this actual song. And the 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 motif is that they were in a haunted castle. It's like a Halloween. Yeah, it's like a mansion. Yeah, and it's like Halloween theme. Very fun. Okay, Halloween house party vibes. Yeah, I really like this video. Yeah, Uh, I think it's super fun. Yeah. I, I really like this song. Yeah. This is one of two Backstreet Boys songs that I actually like. This and um, I, I Want, want it, that it That Way. way. Exactly. And then they kind of drop off to a, <laughs> I don't care who you <laughs> are. That's terrible. Where you're. I know. <laughs> they fall off. Um, the video is very fun. Like, they're not trying to be hot. They actually look creepy and ghoulish. Yeah. Well, they, they put in effort, which... They did. There's, like... A, is admirable. Like, there's ambition there. They're like, we're going to try a haunted house horror movie kind of deal. Uh, and it was obviously low budget. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you're, you're not going to mistake it for a Conjuring movie, but eh, there's <laughs> they tried. It's and, a fun Halloween time. Yes. Uh, so, uh, shall we dive into the lyrics? Yes, let's. Okay. Well, uh, so, uh, if, uh, like I said, the, the music video is six minutes long. There's a little dialogue, but then there's a lot of like, do, 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 Yeah, a lot of just music without lyrics. Right. But if you're listening to Mix 96 in right. Sacramento, California, and you're lifting <laughs> and you're working out in the, uh, River Condominium Gymnasium, uh, what I'm saying is the radio edit Starts off right. Everybody. Oh yeah, they they cut out all that. The, yeah. they're only playing the lyrics. Right, and and when and when uh, we've been working out in our River Gymnasium, honey, 
And uh, the song starts with everybody. We look at each other like, oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's how it starts. Uh, everybody. And see, they do this. Um, it's referred to as call and response. So like uh, Barack Obama used to do it. Uh, are you fired up? Yeah. yeah. Are you ready to go? Yeah. yeah. Are you fired up? Are you ready? So it's kind of like. What's up, Cleveland? A performer, and then Cleveland goes crazy. Mm. Um, call and response. So I love this call and response thing. Yeah, it's it's very uh, primal. It's, it's very like, fun to sing along to as well. Yeah. Uh, so every so uh, it starts out everybody. Yeah. yeah. Rock your body. So right away, everybody. Everybody, honey, including the prisoners who have committed uh, hor- her- heinous yes. crimes. This is very inclusive. Including the prisoners. All right, Gavin Newsom over here. I don't care who you are, oh, where, where you're, you're from, from, what, what you, you did, did. Oh, as long as you sing along with us. Right. That That is that is the worst lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care what you've done. <laughs> Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> hmm. Okay, so back to uh, everybody. Parentheses or open open parentheses backstreet's back close parentheses everybody in the world in America in uh, Florida where they originated honey you know what they'll take whatever fans they can get because mm. they're losing the... the boy band war against in sync so uh, they'll take whoever they can get ah uh, well they were you know uh, we. We were into BTS for a while, a few weeks ago. But what I noticed with BTS, because we were trying to kind of figure out the members, because the members, oh, yes. they, one member looks like another member, and then in a different video, they look like another member. And they member. change up their style and their hair right. so often that you can't like, oh, this is the one who wears the long hair. This is the one with the dyed hair. Right. So you can't like track one from month to month. Who's right. who? Yeah. So I was thinking BTS, which you're like, which member is this? Versus NSYNC, you're like, oh, that's that's AJ. Or oh, wait, that's BSB. <laughs> or with NSYNC, you're like, oh, that's Justin. Oh, that's oh, yeah, JC. It's so obvious. Both BSB and with BSB, you're like, oh, that's Brian. Oh, that's Nick. Oh, that's uh, Kevin. So they're very distinctive. Whereas BTS, they don't look the same, but they, they kind of gel and kind of... Uh, fade into into one each other yeah. into each other's uh looks so it's hard to tell them apart they they all kind of like combobulate as one <laughs> um whereas with uh even new kids very distinct oh, yeah. yeah yeah except for the, weren't there brothers yeah okay. john and jordan knight but with backstreet boys i always forget their names kevin i know, I know kevin kevin is the tall kevin is the man. thick eyebrow guy yes and i think he's the cutest yes he is and then I know Brian, Brian Luttrell, Brian Luttrell. is one of the white guys. Yes. He, he is the curly-haired guy, uh, right-winger, could be in yeah, QAnon. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. He's like super right-winger. He could be a Trumper. He could uh, be in QAnon. Hmm. The other guy, Nick Carter, I know from that like MTV reality show he had with his siblings. It was on E. Oh, and Aaron Carter's brother. Yes. It was called House of Carters, <clears throat> and it was the best reality show of all time. Anything to add to that, honey? Hmm. No, no. Uh, there's AJ McLean who always has to show his arms and is very tattooed. Ugly. <laughs> and then there's Howie Duro, which okay, he's uh, okay. 
Okay, AJ and he's, Howie. He's like the Joey Fatone of it. AJ and Howie, I always forget. Or yeah. I don't care. I AJ is very up. tattooed, though. And he's always okay. showing his arms. And he's fit. He's still fit to this day. Um, InSync and BSB are kind of doing a back sync for yeah. charity thing. I, I don't know the details of that. Well, uh, I know that AJ is involved. Nick is involved. Uh, Joey Fatone. And I want to say Lance Bass. And maybe mm. Chris Kirkpatrick is involved. But... What I want to say is that AJ is still very tattooed and thin, and Joey Fatone is not thin. He's completely let it go. He's uh, a full-on dad. He's a full-on dad, and he wears, like, the gecko pants from the 80s, <laughs> and who cares? Um, but, uh, I like, I've seen uh, live performances of Back Sync, whatever it's called, <laughs> and it's terrible, but... Oh, no. But, well, uh, but, but, these, but these songs... They 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 they're interchangeable. Like anyone can sing them. And you're like, oh yeah, it's a good song. Are because... they are they singing both Backstreet Boys and NSYNC songs? Or yes. Are they singing? Okay, so yes. there's no new material. No, no. Are you waiting for the album? Can you pause it? No. And that oop. So it starts. Everybody, yeah. yeah. Rock your body. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so rock your body. Not an original phrase. And Justin Timberlake has a song. Don't oh, be too right. quick to walk away. I'm going to rock your body. Oh, wow. I never, I never thought of that. Yeah. What does rock your body mean? I don't know. <laughs> I either imagine like you're twerking. Yes. Or I imagine you're in the gym like lifting weights. See, I, I think of rock and I think of Guns N' Roses, Axl Rose. So rock your body. What does that mean? I don't know. It's. It's something sexual, honey. Oh, God. Okay. I know. But Rock Your Body. Uh, so did JT steal? Oh. Steal this from... Uh, or did Max Martin think, I have nothing to contribute. <laughs> I have nothing new. So uh, let's go back to a hit song. Probably. Okay. Rock Your Body. Oh, does he do that to uh, his co-star when he was married to Jessica Biel? Hmm. When they were holding hands in New Orleans, honey? Yeah. Hmm. Cheater. Just how does he? How does just? Why does Jessica stay with him, honey? Well, that's a topic for another podcast. No, it's a topic for this one. Uh, okay, and then everybody, yeah, rock your body, yeah, and then back to everybody. <laughs> so <laughs> just well, so they repeat everybody. So just in case we weren't clear, uh, in case uh, the guy in the back corner who uh, was. Uh, Staring at his shoes, looking down, back against He's the wall. Like, Do you mean me? Yes, everybody. Yeah, and then back to rock your body, right? So again, repeating when when you don't have something uh, innovative to contribute, honey, you just repeat the line. Uh, back streets, back all, all right. right, with the exclamation point again. The stuff ref- referential. We're back, uh, guys. I don't know where we were. We were not anywhere, but okay, here we are. We're back. All right. Right. So I I, see earlier today, I was thinking about this uh, and I thought, oh, well, this is on their second album, which I wanted that way is on, but this is from their first album. So I'm not sure like (laughs) we we used to listen to albums and uh, by song three, you were like, oh, where's Backstreet? And by song six, oh, Backstreet's back. All right. Mm -hmm." I just blame the Swedes and their inexplicable English lyrics. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. By the way, uh, speaking of uh, inexplicable lyrics, we watched the video and there's no closed captioning. 
Yes. And we love closed captioning. Always. That's how we watch everything, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, so what, what what's up with this accessibility? They're anti-deaf, anti-hard yes. of hearing. That's yes. all I can conclude. Yes, absolutely. They, right. hate, they hate so, people who uh, they hate people who like uh, closed captions. You know what I just realized? Yep. Uh, we talked recently about the the uh, dynamite lyrics. BTS, yes. Yeah, BTS dynamite. This song as well opens with the chorus. Yeah. And then they do the chorus, and then they go into the first verse. Right. And that's what dynamite does. And I thought that was very unique. Yeah. Maybe this is a, another sweet thing. Hmm. Yeah, well, Max here Martin, we are again. They open with the chorus, and then we go into the first. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, chorus, yeah. and then we go into the first verse. Yeah, well, Max Martin is on record saying you got to grab people within ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so starting with the sing-songy, catchy chorus, it's yeah. it's a winner. Uh, okay, so the first verse is sung by AJ McLean. He's the tatted one, honey, who's skinny. No, no, no. I thought it was the werewolf. Oh, well, I'm just, I'm just... I have no idea, actually. I'm just talking about <laughs> their, their actual, uh, their actual <laughs> physical uh, <laughs> connotations. Okay, let's go on. Uh, so, AJ McLean, the tatted, skinny one. Uh, hey, hey, yo. Wait, I thought it was, oh my god, we're back again. Yeah, yeah. But it's I have... hey, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> I don't have that in my... Google search. I'm on AZ Lyrics, honey. I'm on Google. I'm on genius.com. Okay. Oh my God, we're back again. Yes. So right away, saying God, G-O-D. I know, very vulgar. It's 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 sac it's sacrilegious. Um, I used to say G-D it. Have you ever said that? Sure. But you currently don't. I've never heard you say it. No. Yeah. And I, I used to say, like, GD, not not a lot, but I said it. And then someone said to me, why do you say that? That offends me. And I'm like, okay, I'll stop saying it. Who cares? <laughs> so I don't say it anymore. Like, GD, I just say, gosh darn it. or I, gosh I do say, it. oh, my gosh, more than I say, oh, my God. Yeah, me too. I, I very rarely say G-O-D. That's maturity, okay? Yeah. We're adults. Yes, we're growing. So, We're out here uh, being uh, <laughs> parents who just let Lennox Albert eat Nutty Buddy at 7 p.m. on a Friday night. Uh, oh, my God. We're back again. Oh, Bru my gosh, you guys. We're back again. Oh my, Yeah. You, we should change the lyric to, oh, my gosh, we're back again. And they should sound like a teenage girl. Like, oh, my gosh, you guys. And again, this is their first album. So we're back again from, from the second track of this compact disc. I don't get it. That's why it's so stupid. And yet, I love this song. Next line. Brothers, sisters, everybody sing. What? <laughs> AJ McLean's brothers and sisters? It's like, it's very like you're in a, it's like you're in church. Yeah. And you're all like praising God. Brothers, sisters, everybody sing. Oh, it's, it's getting It's getting religious. <laughs> so AJ McLean is a Scientologist is what you're saying, honey? Uh, <laughs> brothers, sisters, everybody sing. What if I don't want to sing? Okay. Then you're you're <laughs> escorted out of the Halloween house mansion party. I remember being in uh I was raised in a Pentecostal church and when it time when it came time to sing hymns, we had to stand up first of all. 
Okay, you lost me at standing up. I was sitting down. I was sitting down in this uncomfortable pew. And and now I have to stand up and uh, sing next to my mom. And my mom would my mom would let it fly. She would close her eyes and sing uh, gossip hymns and songs. And there was I remember there were books that you could open up to lyrics. Turn to page one eighty three for God bless America. Okay, that wasn't in the book, but uh, that's all I can come up with right now. But uh, I I remember my mom just singing her heart out, and I'd be like. I would love to hear your mom bursting out a hymn in church. I would love that. And I would be right by her side, like bursting out in him as well. I I would just mumble, I may never march in the infantry, ride in the cavalry, shoot the artillery. Music is the number one thing I miss from church. Really? Yes. It was... I'm about to go to church with your mom. Did you sing? Hell yeah. Along? I harmonized. Okay. I sang the alto part. Wow. I just thought I was, well, I was a teenager and I was like, okay, I don't want any attention drawn to me. I don't want to put any effort into this. And yes. This is uncool. And yet you were mm. Kaniki in the middle school play. Yeah. Of Greece. So. Well, that was when I was on stage, honey. So you were okay with singing as a bad boy. Yes. Um, wearing a womanizer. Leather, wearing a leather jacket. But you weren't okay singing praises to God. Well, I was an actor embodying uh, Kaniki and wearing a leather jacket. I was in the T-Birds, honey. And Danny Zuko, a.k.a. Eric Gray, my friend who played Danny Zuko, uh, we, we were... Well, uh, the, you know, being on stage, maybe if Pastor White had put me on stage and given me the microphone... <laughs> maybe if he put you in a leather jacket. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, now, not I mean, not recently, but when I was, when my employment was up and down, <laughs> and I would be home on mornings in our old uh, residence, I would I would sing to our darling children to wake them up. Yes. This went on for a couple of months. You would go into the kids' room to wake yeah. them up for the day. Yeah. Singing them Christian hymns from your youth. Yes. They loved it. Like what? I may never, I may never or, yes, Jesus loves, loves me. me. Yes, yes, Jesus loves for and they would be like, Ugh. they would still be sleeping. Oh my goodness, <laughs> so adorable. I miss those days, honey. Well, you can still do it. I may never march. Stopping you. <laughs> shoot the artillery. What kind Ride of artillery? The, uh... right. What kind of artillery did they have uh, in the medieval times? <laughs> In the Middle Ages, honey. Uh, what Where line we? are we on? Uh, we're going to bring the flavor. Brothers, sisters. Okay, brothers, sisters. Going to bring the flavor, show you how. What flavor? Because when I think Backstreet Boys, I think vanilla. <laughs> which, which some people think is not a flavor, honey. I disagree. Okay, okay. Yes. Let us diverge once again. Okay. Vanilla is so underrated as a flavor. <sighs> I'm not talking... Um, metaphorically, I'm talking literally. I know. Give vanilla the respect it deserves. It is a bean. You scrape out the innards. Give vanilla a chance. And you put it in a dish. Mm. Vanilla, as a flavor, is delicious. It's it's gotten a bad rap. It's like become synony- synonymous with nothing. Yeah. Which is so wrong. What? I am a vanilla stan. Would you put it on the level of 
white bread or white rice. No. Just oh, white rice? Yes. White bread, no. Really? <laughs> Vanilla is delicious. Vanilla ice cream is yummy. It's Vanilla good. icing is yummy. Vanilla is a flavor. People have incorrectly started to believe that vanilla means the absence of flavor. Yes. Because... Sort of like the background of... Uh, and, and then there's other stuff going on. Like there's some chocolate or maybe right. some walnuts. But vanilla is a spice. It's a flavor. It's a plant. And it's delicious. <sighs> it's like... Okay, okay. It's like the bottom of the barrel flavor. No, like, no, no, no. You've been brainwashed. Hmm. You've been... I have been. <laughs> and I enjoy it. But... Well, okay, so Darling Daughter Luna Marie likes Luna mint chocolate chip ice cream. Is that a flavor? Is that combined flavors? Mint is a flavor. Chocolate's a flavor. Uh, so is that two flavors or is that one flavor? It's, uh, yeah, it's two. You got mint ice cream with mm-hmm. chocolate chips thrown in. Okay, so if grading on a scale of 1 to 10, what's vanilla and what's mint chocolate chip? I don't know that that's a, a scale that can be <laughs> I don't know that we can uh, can be surmised <laughs> we can't do that okay well I'll I'll do it uh, vanilla is a one <laughs> and mint chocolate chip is an eight hmm. that's your personal preference okay oh uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, brother sisters everybody's saying gonna bring the flavor show you how are they gonna show us how to bring the flavor well they don't throughout this song do they spoiler spell- alert they do- don't they don't show us how. Do they spell flavor with a U like we do, honey? We're very uh, uh, sophisticated. Hmm. Got a question for you. Better answer now. Yeah. This okay. Is, okay. This is where like the tension builds. This yes. is the preface for yes. the course that we're all about to enjoy. Yes. Got a question for you. Better answer now. Like there, a- <laughs> you, like there's no mess around. I That's got a, a question. Threat. It's a threat. Yes. <laughs> Brian Luttrell is threatening. And he's did a, I mention he's, he's an in, abusive boyfriend? Yes, he's in QAnon. Oh well, uh, Nick Carter uh, allegedly. Pam Paris Hilton. Yes. Okay, she had a black eye coming out of that club, mm. circa two thousand four. Mm. Okay. Got a question for you. Better answer now. Okay, I'll answer. <laughs> okay, Nick, <laughs> please don't. Hit me like you didn't pay this. Well, uh, is this a demand or a command, which we discussed with Lennox <laughs> Albert the other day? Because he asked us, what is the, what's the difference between a demand yes. and a command? Yes. And both of us had no answer. Well, I've thought about it in those uh, 72 hours since. And I think demand is more... It's all about the relationship. Like, a boss could demand his employee to... His or her employee to... Do something to write a report to okay. uh, to go the extra mile with the customer, but a command is like I'm the king of England and I command my servants to bring me a sandwich. Okay, okay, yeah, all right. Got a question for you? Better answer. Maybe they maybe they're just into Jeopardy, honey. Maybe they're into game <laughs> shows. Question and answer. Q and A. F A Q. Hmm. Ask, ask me anything. Ever hear of it? Okay. Uh, so is this the prelude or the chorus? This is the chorus. Okay. Am I original? Yeah. So what? Yes. I think we should do the whole chorus and then go back line by line. Okay. Am I original? Yeah. yeah. Am I the only one? Yeah. Am I sexual? Ah. Yeah. 
Am I everything you need? You better rock, rock your, your body, body now. now. Oh, going back to the rock your body is <laughs> completely meaningless. Okay, so line by line, am I original? No. Okay, a boy band? Jackson 5, ever hear it? Boys to Men? Hmm. No. I, I view this as like a guy trying to like plead with a woman. Nick Woo trying to plead with Paris Hilton. Want a woman to be with him. So he's like, am I original? And she's like, what the hell? I wouldn't know. I'm the only one. What kind of guy asks a girl if he's original? Am I OG? Original? I don't uh, know. I have no idea what this means. Original Quaker Oats? <laughs> uh, am I the only one? Sure. I would say no. Because did you see that <laughs> uh, videotape with Paris Hilton and Rick Solomon, honey? Hmm? Oh, shoot. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yes, I do. Well, <laughs> think about it. Hmm. So Nick Carter wasn't the only one. Hmm. Uh, Nick Carter asking whoever, am I sexual? Just odd. And then it's so funny that... What does it mean? His boy band uh, mate re- reply- replies, yeah. Yes. So yeah, Nick, boy. Nick asking Howie... AJ, Kevin, and Brian. You guys, am I sexual? And they're they all, like, yeah. And they're all, are they like, is it like, yeah? Or is it like, yeah? They're like, sure, dude. Yeah, you're... Whatever we need to get you through this evening. Okay. Just don't invite Aaron Carter over to the house again. <laughs> uh, am I everything you need? No. Shh. no. God. I, I need food and I need water. Yeah, that's a high standard. My gosh. You're not everything I need. <laughs> and you're not sex- sexual. Oh, dear. You're not everything I need <laughs> and you're not sexual. Nick. Nick Carter. Uh, you better rock your body now. Meaningless. Uh, everybody, yeah. Rock your body, yeah. Everybody, yeah. Rock your body, right. Back streets, okay. back. All right. This thought occurred to me recently yes. in the last hour when we were watching the music video. Mm-hmm. These lyrics are like a kindergarten spelling test list. Yeah. Like, these, they just repeat, and it's like one word, three words, one word, three words, and it's so basic. Yeah. Well, we, yeah, we, we talked about this. Um, there's not much to the lyrics. Uh, and, and well, it, it goes back to, it's all about the beat. Exactly. It's all about the yep. music. Yep. And then the lyrics, like, uh, I, I was going to bring this up earlier, but uh, Justin Bieber, Love Yourself. It's uh, written, written by Ed Sheeran. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Who cares? <laughs> who cares who writes these songs? And I realize they get uh, revenue and money uh, off publishing and royalties. But that is such an Ed Sheeran song. But, right? <laughs> but it's just you should go and love your. All these lyrics are just dumb. Yeah, they're totally. stupid. It's all about the music. And I would one more thing. Um, it's all about the beat, but it's also about how they sing. Like uh, I would. Like Rihanna, yellow diamonds in the light. Oh, totally. Yeah, it's about their presentation of it. Right. Like, and and we we love watching these things of how how they create a song, how they make a song, how so yellow diamonds in the light. How it's not yellow diamonds in the light or yellow diamonds in the light. Like how how they come up with yellow diamonds. In, who knows? Yeah, yeah. But it 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 sounds great. And it's fun to sing along to. Um, 
So I think music is first. Then, like you said, presentation. And then songwriting, it's just inconsequential, inessential, just dumb. Um, so when you hear, oh, Ed Sheeran wrote this Bieber song, who cares? <laughs> Anyone could have written that stupid song. That song is about the acoustic guitar and his presentation, how he sings it. Yep. Uh, but the lyrics are a distant, distant third. Uh, are we on the second verse? Run now, throw your hands up in the air. Ooh, ooh. Okay, now, first of all, I think bringing it back to early 90s hip-hop, honey, <laughs> which I'm a big fan of. Uh, Snoop Dogg said that in 1993. Okay. Throw, throw your hands up in the air, wave them all, all around like you just don't care. Oh, they're totally ripping that off. Right. So what the hell, dude? What the <laughs> hell? Whack. Stupid. Uh, wave them around like you just don't care. A- rhyming air and care. Okay. Calvin Broadus. His name is Snoop Dogg. You may know him by. Uh, did that in nine, nine Trey. Okay. Maybe even Nine Deuce, which is when <laughs> the chronic came out, honey. Uh, if you want to party, let me hear you yell. Ooh. Ooh. That's so dumb. <laughs> That's like... We used to go to clubs, honey. We did. But have you like uh, have you been to clubs where like there's a DJ playing whatever uh, compact discs <laughs> he likes? But have you been to have you been to parties or clubs where there's an MC with the mic? Oh yeah, let me hear you. Let me. And they're just all night. They're just yelling into the microphone about <laughs> how you got to get lit and how you got to yes. get live and dance around. Yes. It's like, dude, I'm trying to listen to this En Vogue song. Like, <laughs> why do you have to keep like yelling into the microphone? <laughs> like, so, we got it. We're supposed to dance. Right. Okay? If you want to party, let me hear you yell. Like, okay. Ooh, ooh. How about you just play the En Vogue song? No, you're never gonna get it. Because uh, we got it going on again. Again, uh, this is referencing that Backstreet's back. We got it going on again as if they're coming back. Right. Like, where were they're you? They're returning. <laughs> that, well, they, they were lost in, in, the, in the middle of the compact disc. And in track eight, they're back. <laughs> okay. In the compact disc. It makes no sense. No. Is a bigger point here. Uh, am I original? No. Am I the only one? No. <laughs> no. Rick Solomon. Hmm. There's videotape. I watched it, honey. Did you watch it? Hmm. Yes, I did. Oh dear. Well. Am I sexual? No. Am I everything you need? No. You're not food. You're not. You're not air. <laughs> Are you oxygen? Are you oxygen? Uh. You better rock your body now. Okay. <laughs> all like, all, I'm thinking, don't be so quick to rock. You better rock your body. Please stay. Dee, dee, dee. That's a different song, honey. I know. I know. But that's all I can think of because these lyrics are so <laughs> dumb and generic and non-specific. Uh, okay. Uh, I want to know for yeah. the next three stanzas and then the song is over. Yeah. It's a it's a complete repeat of everybody rock your body. Everybody rock your body right. Right. Back to back. Yeah. All right. Okay. We got it. It goes and goes and goes and goes. Yeah, yo. Yeah, yo. Rock your body. (laughs) Okay. That's it. That is this whole song. All right. Well, what? what, So, what is. So, everybody. Is this the breakdown or the prologue? Well, they change. Like, one guy goes, like, everybody. Everybody. Like, they do, like, different, like, uh, notes. 
and they're like mm. now they're maybe like exaggerating it or making it grand. Mm-hmm. But they three times they repeat these lyrics. Yeah, my goodness. But then they go into the stanza. So everybody everywhere. Oh, that's not. Oh, you've got a different lyrics than I do. Oh God. Don't be afraid. Don't have no fear. I don't have that on my. Well, okay. you can look at my laptop. Down. I am, I am, I am. Uh, so everybody, everywhere, again, very inclusive, and- uh, very, very uh, woke. Everybody, uh, never mind the prisoners and uh, the criminals. Uh, don't be afraid. Don't have no fear. Fear, yeah. Well, I'm gonna what, tell the world. Well, what? What if I do have some fear? Okay. <laughs> don't what have if- fear. They're telling you. Well, well, what if the purge is happening, honey? What if the purge is going on? AJ McLean is going to protect you. Oh, so so AJ McLean is going to protect me from Ethan Hawke and the purge. Mm. Yep. Uh, I'm going to tell the world, make you understand. Again, very threatening. I know. I'm going to make you understand. Chill the world. Uh, As long as there will be music. We'll be coming back again. Whatever that means. Like, is there a time in the future where music doesn't exist? Right. And so we'll we'll never be free of the hold of Backstreet Boys. Well, yeah. Their grip, their grip around your throat. As long, well, they're all, there will, for the next 3,000 years, there'll probably be some sort of music. Uh, There's a bunch of rappers on SoundCloud. So are are they saying, uh, as long as there's, Harmony and instruments and notes that the B are the BSB going to be around in uh, three thousand years? Is That's my a, question. Once again, threat. Yeah, they're threatening you and your future and your yeah. family. We'll be coming back again. What if I don't want you to come back? <laughs> okay, I had your service. I enjoyed your uh, pop ditties from the early aughts, and now it's time to go away. BSB, go away like instincted <laughs> and new kids. And boys to men, hmm. Uh, well, see, I think of this, we'll be coming back again. Because BSB are still touring. Super successful. Oh, they are. Wow. Still, but they aren't on the radio and they aren't selling True. hit records. So we'll be coming back as a, sort of a vintage act. <laughs> sort of a throwback act where uh, people in their 50s and 60s will be enjoying us. But we won't coming be coming back on your radio Again, and then everybody, uh, rock your body, yeah, uh, everybody, uh, rock your body, right? Actually, you know, You're over it, it sounds again. like. Well, it's just, yeah, okay, oh. oh dear, okay, so that was uh, so in conclusion, Kevin is the hottest with his thick eyebrows, Kevin, yes, you yes. agree, absolutely. Well, we so rarely agree on who's the hottest. Kevin, I, he was tall yeah. and he was dark. Tall, dark, tall, and, dark and handsome. handsome. <laughs> you know, I like that in a man. So do I, honey. But Aaron, sorry, Nick Carter. Aaron Carter. Oh, yeah. He, he was hot back in the day. But no, then he wasn't. He wasn't? With the Hillary Duff and the Lindsay Lohan feud. Uh, no, he was never as, no. Okay. But he, well, he got even uh, uglier because he got <laughs> tattoos and he got oh into meth and all that nonsense. Oh, dear. But okay, so uh, Kevin hottest, uh, but Nick Carter got fine. the press. Like he, he was did. the quote unquote front man. He was white and blonde. Yeah, and he dated Paris Hilton, so obviously he was like the recognizable guy from the group. Yeah, but uh, so he got all he was 
the label was probably like, you're going to be our cute boy yeah, star. I think they were pushing him. Yeah. Um, but he's he's kept it. Well, they've both kept it together. Well, honestly, all of BSB. Yeah, they have really. Huh? Has has. I mean, they're we they've aged. We've aged. Um, but they still look good. <laughs> But yeah. uh, but if you look at NSYNC, uh, Joey Fatone, as I mentioned earlier, uh, has completely let it go. Uh, Chris Kirkpatrick uh, has not been in the gym, honey. Um, Lance Pass still looks good. Yeah, Lance, yeah. Justin, yes. and uh, JC. I think they're all looking great. Right. Yeah, it's but just the, the other two are like... The other oh. two... So 60% of NSYNC still looks good. Uh, 100% of BSB still oh, looks... Oh, my! Fantastic. What? Sorry, Carrie Lewis. Oh dear! Don't don't be upset. Uh, uh let's in, let's uh, review uh, Cinderella, which is on Amazon mm. Prime. Uh, which Cinderella you, starring Camila Cabello. Yeah, which you haven't heard of, and you, which very few people have heard of, and even less people have actually watched. But stop listening now. That's we, what you're saying. We dug it. We totally dug we it. We dug it. Okay, so this began on a Sunday morning, and Sunday morning you sleep in, and I say sleep in, you sleep until like eight ish, honey. I know, but and I, I wake feel up at five so and... I feel so guilty because yeah. I'm semi conscious of you being out of our bed from yes. like five a.m. Yeah, so I'm like, he's not here, he's out, he's about. I'm I'm ten feet away <laughs> in the living room. I feel like you're being productive, and I'm being a sloth. I'm not being a productive, but what I do on Sunday mornings is I turn on the old television and I think, what do I want to watch or what do I want to throw on? What, excuse me, do I want to check out? And uh, uh, this recent Sunday morning, it came down to Addison Ray's He's All That. I had no interest. Yeah. Even Darling Daughter Luna, Luna Marie. Yeah, Luna had no interest. Yeah. Or versus uh, Camila Cabello. Is it Cabello or Cabello? Oh, Cabello. Okay. I think it's Cabello. She's in Cinderella and I thought, <laughs> eh, I'll throw it on. I've been aware of this Cinderella movie for a couple of months. I yeah. told you a while back I want to watch this. Yeah, you did. Yeah. And I watched, I actually watched some of Addison Ray before By or yourself. during the same day or after. Yeah. It's not good, but it's not bad. It's fine. Okay. Uh, but Cinderella, so I started watching it. I was like. This is this has got it going on, and very early uh, in uh, the movie, you you get the vibe that like it's fun and it doesn't take itself seriously. Yeah, definitely within the first couple of minutes, you're like, oh, okay, this is not your standard like fairy tale Cinderella retelling, right? Uh, and you came out, you walked out of our bedroom into the living room like a uh, half hour in, forty five minutes in. Um, I think I'm. Oh, no, I didn't make you restart it. No. Because I was like, I got it. This is <laughs> right. fine. <laughs> right. Uh, so uh, it did star uh, Camila Cabello. Uh, and uh, let's talk about what really matters, honey. Uh, Camila Cabello uh, dating Shawn Mendes for a few <gasps> years now. Yes. Uh, I've been fully invested in their relationship. So have way. I. So am I. We are. We watched uh, that um, documentary, that Shawn Mendes documentary yes. recently. Yes. And so we got like a glimpse of the inside of their relationship and right. what's going on. So that was like in our minds before we watched this movie. Yeah. He was pining for her for in not Destiny's Child. He claims that every song he's ever written has been about her, even though. Fifth Harmony. That's something. Even that, though. Yes. Yeah. She, he, Sean Mendes dated 
Justin Bieber's wife. Haley? Oh, that's right. They dated. That's right. That's before right. he and Camilla got together. Right. But he still claims that every song he's ever sung has been about Camilla. Right. I take issue <laughs> with that. Okay, but moving on. <laughs> uh, but uh, Camila Cabello, uh, girlfriend of Shawn Mendes for a few years now. Uh, let, let's get to what's really important and what matters, honey. Yes. Is Camila Cabello uh, pretty? And how would you rate her 1 to 10? <sighs> I know we we've discussed this quite a bit. We have. I think she's pretty, but not beautiful. Yeah. I would rate her like a six point five. I would say she's cute but not beautiful. To me, she's always a low rent Leah Michelle. Yes. Oh my god. And we'll get into this. We'll yeah. we'll talk about Leah Michelle and um. Oh my god! What's the guy on Glee? Cormonti. Corey Monteith, yes. Leah Michelle, uh, Camilla Cabello, and the prince in this movie. Yeah. Oh my God. Totally. Well, first of all, this whole movie reminded me of Glee. Yeah. Because it's like modern re singing of songs. Right. Lots of covers. So the prince and Camilla Cabello were totally like a, uh, like a reincarnation of yeah. Chris, Corey Monteith, and yeah. Leah Michelle. Yeah. Very uh, analogous. Um, yeah. 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 Uh, What's your rating of uh, Camila Cabello? Would you say 6.5? I said 6.5. I would agree. Maybe a 6. 6.25. <laughs> but she... Like, she's cute, she's but... Cute, like, you but she's her... no Leah Michelle. But then, all those stories about Leah Michelle being a not nice person on the set of Glee. That's... Okay. Yes. That makes me like her less, but it doesn't make me rate her beauty less. Hmm. I still think Leah Michelle is beautiful. Like, hmm. big nose. Yeah little boobs like all her all her like um like i think lee michelle is gorgeous she is and like she has a few little like quirks about her but right it doesn't like affect my rating of her yeah it I, would makes rate her her, I would rate her a nine yeah and camila cabello wow. to me is still a 6.5 hmm. i think uh, lee michelle is beautiful what about okay well what about talent because lee michelle hasn't really gone on to anything but camila <clears throat> uh has Fifth, she was in Fifth Harmony, and then she had solo success. She's had a couple and now of solo she's in hits. Cinderella, which we enjoyed. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, professionally, Camila Cabello has done much better than Leah Michelle. Yeah. But if like I'm just reading their voices, yeah. I still prefer Leah Michelle's voice over hmm. Camila Cabello's. Ah. It, but I think vocally, I think they're fairly even. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I still rate Leah Michelle slightly above her. Hmm. What about acting? What? Uh, although Leah, I, although, I, rate, I, rate, I rate Leah. Although I've only seen Camilla in this Cinderella movie, yeah. so it's a lot less because we saw Leah in many seasons of Glee. Right, but the Glee scripts, a la Ryan Murphy, terrible, stupid, <laughs> very dumb, bad stories. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. So she wasn't given the material <laughs> to work with. I know. But uh, so you, but you would rate uh, Leah. I still rate Leah above Camilla. Just overall. In terms of talent. Overall. But in terms of looks? Looks, talent, acting, overall. Right. Okay. That's my take. Gotcha. Uh, okay. So, some uh, notes, thoughts, ideas, hot takes. Um, there's a few times uh, Cinderella uh, veered into Hamilton territory, <laughs> which I couldn't get past 15 minutes. We... we you didn't like it, right, honey? We, we turned uh, it off after 15, 20 minutes. Like, uh, 
okay, everything is rapping, and I'm rapping, well, and I'm still rapping. Well, the only time I was rapping was when um, it was like uh, that guy, who's a black guy, his name is Doc Martin, I really like him. Martin. And he has appeared in some... Is he a brother to Max Martin? Hmm. No. No. And that's not his real name. That's oh, you're like talking about Cinderella. Name. I'm talking about Cinderella. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that oh, guy, he was like the like he was like he was like the narrator, narrator. kind of yeah, kind of uh, opulent voice. Uh, Other speaking. than that, that was yeah. the only time I thought that it like was comparable to right. Hamilton. Right, but but that was very measured, and he didn't have a lot of screen time. So no, I I, I dug it, but Hamilton, where it was all rapping. Ugh, okay, whatever. I know. Go enjoy your Hamilton. Losers, um, I think I mentioned this earlier, but the tone was tongue in cheek. Uh, I was I was there for it. I, I loved it. Um, the prince uh, wears an earring, which <laughs> c- kind of takes you out of uh, the the scenario uh, of the scenes of the. I disagree, because I think the whole thing was sort of like uh, old timey with a modern twist. Mm. So I thought his piercing was totally in line with. Like the tone of the show. Hmm. Uh, it now uh, we enjoyed Schmigadoon. Oh my gosh! Yes. And and uh, one of the words it used was rapscallion. <laughs> and so I I love English. I love words. I love names. I love formal names. Um, but in this in Cinderella, they use the word toothsome, uh, which is means uh, someone who's good-looking, attractive. A person who's uh, good-looking, attractive. And I was like, I, I like that word. Rapscallion, toothsome. <laughs> I want to start using the words, these words every day. Yeah. And then uh, when Pauli and Joe Koontz are like, what does toothsome or rapscallion mean? And I'll be like, well, if you watch this 90-minute movie. Hmm. Uh, but I, I, I just... I, I I think that's something to admire. Uh, the word toothsome. Uh, so musicals in general, honey. Uh, like I w- I was sort of into them before, but since we've been married, I've really gotten into them. And um, you, it, so the the movie's going, and then they they they're rep- they're they're presented with a uh, problem, <laughs> and then they yes. break into song <laughs> about this problem. And, As you do, right? And you, you kind of gotta, you gotta be on board for that. Totally. Like, oh, I don't know what to do, so I'm just gonna sing about this chair I want to sell or sit in, and uh, and some musicals don't play that right, or I, I just, I'm just like, okay, I'm not buying this. But this, I, I dug it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that um, two things. One. The musical itself, the people making it and performing it, they have to have, like, a fun vibe. Mm-hmm. They have to be like, we're not taking ourselves seriously. This right. is this is just fun. Yeah. And then you as a viewer need to be, like, just going with the ride. Just, yeah. like, ride the wave. Yeah. Just be on board for whatever they throw at you. Yeah. And if you do that, you're going to have a fun time. Yeah. And you're just going to, like, like, whatever they throw at you, at Whatever they throw at you, you're going to be ready for. Yeah. And th- that's what I found in this. That when they start breaking into song over conflict number three, <laughs> I'm just like, I find this hilarious and I'm digging it and I'm I'm with it. I'm going with it. Um, I, I, I smiled a lot of uh, 
of of the movie just because it's so fun and infectious and and that's hard to come across through a television screen or a movie screen is is uh is just joy and it being infectious and it touching you and so like with this i was like i like this this is a lot of fun i'm here <laughs> it was for so it. fun as we were watching because occasionally you would like like reach your arm over and like hit me you're like oh this is awesome i know <laughs> i loved it uh we talked about uh the prince being finn like yeah. aka cory monteith um and leah being like uh, Camila oh, no, being like Leah. Yeah, similar. And another Glee similarity is the mashup of two hit songs. Yes. And they mashed the two songs together. Yes. Which was a thing that was a constant on Glee. Yeah. And it, it's so fun when two hit songs, pop yeah. songs, mash well together. It's really yeah. fun for the and, audience. And done well. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, let, let's get into the music. So, uh, one of the, well, the Glee mashup that i constantly that we constantly go back to yeah. is singing in the rain and umbrella yes and matthew morrison and gwyneth, gwyneth paltrow and the, and they flood the stage or they're kicking water everywhere and it goes so well together um in cinderella there's uh salt and pepper so they they mix what a man salt and pepper what a man what a man what a mighty and then they mix this is a big ballroom scene. They got What a Man. Uh, one thing about What a Man is like none of the stars are singing it. Like yeah. they just have women who were at the ball just start rapping What a yes. Man. I it's thought not, that was so cool. I, you know, I thought you mentioned that and then I thought about it more and I loved that. Yeah. It wasn't any of the main characters. Yeah. And uh, I love when they do that. Yeah. And they bring in more characters to sing these random parts. Yeah. It was so cool. Just different, and then which it segues smoothly into uh, White Stripes Seven Nation Army uh, with the cello involved. Yes, um, it was so good. It was so good. It was just like, oh, this is this is the mashup uh, that I've been waiting for. Uh, but some uh, covers, and there, there's a couple original songs, which eh, we know. think. Right. Have you have you done any like deep research? I have not done any deep research. <laughs> There's a couple songs we didn't recognize, so we're like, oh, these are original. These are original, yeah. <laughs> uh, but some of the covers, I'm all about covers. Play the hits. Sure. I, sure. I want I want a hit song. I want I want something that I'm familiar with that I'm uh, that I know. Uh, they got Ma- uh, Material Girl by Madonna in there. Uh, Am I Wrong by Nico and Vince Vines. Yep. Uh, am I wrong? And then uh, if if you didn't know you needed uh, a full uh, dance routine of Janet Jackson's Rhythm Nation by a bunch of people in the medieval times. <laughs> a bunch plus, of townsfolk. Right. <laughs> this is this is the movie for you. Uh, okay. Um, let's get to the big ball. Uh, Billy Porter, is that his name? That's the fairy godmother. Yes. And he's the guy who shows up at award shows like in real life in dresses that's yeah. how i know him oh he has fantastic fashion yeah i love his looks yeah and he plays the fairy godmother yes. in here um but he shows up and does uh leah not leah michelle camila, <laughs> camila Cabello. He, she he does her <laughs> he right. transforms her yes uh and then uh so she's ready to go to the ball but her hair is okay is down 
The entire movie, she has her hair in a side braid over her shoulder. With some puka shells. Oh my gosh, it has shells in it. Okay, so the side braid... It's a beachside uh, medieval (laughs) times uh, town, honey. The side braid is reminiscent to... um, uh, Pippi Longstocking. No, The Hunger Games. Okay. What's her name in Hunger Games? Jennifer Lawrence. Jennifer Lawrence. She has the side braid over her shoulder. Oh, right, right. So that's the look that Camillo... Camilla Camillo... Mm -hmm. She, she combining rock- <laughs> Camila and Camillo. Camillo. Yes. She rocks the entire movie. Mm-hmm. So then in the scene where she's transformed by the fairy godmother into her ball gown look. Right. She gets the shoes. She gets the makeup. She gets the the carriage. James Corden shows up. <laughs> All the mouses transform right. into the whatever. She gets done coach. up. She gets done up to the nines. And her hair remains in this side braid with yes. the shells in it. And you had a problem with this. I was so irritated. Because. Because why didn't it change? So it should be up. It should be at least different. Okay. At least not her some her old side braid with the shells in it that she rocks the entire movie. Yeah. Did you want it up like um, she was headed to the Oscars? Or I did want it up. But should I some hair I people have been, been uh, transported in and spend uh, six hours on her hair? I would have been perfectly happy with different, if not up. Yeah. That's it. Well, uh, Nadil, Nadel Hazim. Uh, Adina Menzel. Ad- Adina Menzel. Yes. Okay. That was John. Tra- I was channeling my John Travolta. I, know. I was channeling my inner Scientologist. Uh, but she she does her hair up, and it, it, it's 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 a fancy uh, fancy deal. But you you maintain that uh, Camila, if she was headed for a, if Billy Porter was any kind of fairy godmother slash father, uh, he would have. Hit his magic wand and done her hair up why did all everything, super fancy. Why did everything change except her hairstyle? Yeah. I mean, it was a pretty hairstyle, but why? Why? It didn't change. A <laughs> uh, few more uh, notes, thoughts, ideas, hot takes. Uh, love the costumes. No expenses were spared. Um, and the sets. I don't know if they're real castles or just artificial oh, castles. Yeah. yeah. The indoor sets were gorgeous. Yeah. Like, especially the palace. Very yeah. beautiful sets. Like, um, I would uh, liken it to a Pride and Prejudice, which, yeah. which we uh, watched okay. a few months ago. Oh, okay. You're saying no? I'm saying a bit lesser, but sure. I'll allow it. Uh, Ed Sheeran song. <gasps> Is it perfect? You look perfect tonight. Yeah. There, there's a scene in a castle with um, Camila and the guy with the earring. The prince. <laughs> also, yes. his hair was kind of uh, cast off to the side. It wasn't. It wasn't done up. You speak. You you talk about Camila not having hair up, her hair down with some puka shells. This kid uh, looked like he rolled no, out of bed, honey. No, he um, was fine. But they they sang uh, Ed Sheeran "Perfect," and there was just a scene where they were dancing and. Getting to know each other, if you will, um, where uh, they were singing this song and the camera is spinning around them and it was just so grand and there's a huge audience and they're in this castle and it was just so much. It was so just it was so fun to watch. So cool. It was really beautiful. Yeah, it was, it was, just, it was beautiful. Yes. And it, you know what? It went perfect. It went perfect other. tonight. And a oop. I can't get the 
the and that oop I found a love where barefoot on the grass barefoot on the grass listening, listening to, to our favorite, favorite song. song when you said you looked a mess I whipped it underneath my breath but you heard it darling you, you look, look perfect, perfect tonight, tonight. Anyway, that song is sung by <laughs> Camila and the guy with the earring. And it was the, so good. And the hair. It was uh, a great duet by the two of them. Absolutely. Loved it. Loved it. So uh, Cinderella on Amazon Prime Video, which you probably haven't heard of and you probably won't watch. <laughs> uh, but we we dug it. We loved it. Um, if you get a chance, if you have nothing better to do, watch it. All righty. That's the end of the program. It's been fun, but not really. Let's all try a little harder next time. Like, comment, subscribe, follow, review, and rate. Or don't. Do whatever you want. You're a grown-up. Make your own decisions. Do what's best for your family. Please be sure to use our promo code for Magic Spoon. We don't have a promo code for Magic Spoon. Have you heard of Magic Spoon, the Mm -hmm. cereal? No. It's advertised on podcasts. No. It's a low-carb cereal. But you know how much it costs? No. Almost $10 per box. Yeah. Okay. So I, I thought, I was like, oh, I, I want some low-carb cereal. I hop on magicspoon.com with the promo code. I think it was Phil DeFranco. But I go in there, and you have to order four. And the total price was like $39. I was Ooh. like, oh, no. I, I don't. I, how about I just don't eat... <laughs> $10 a box cereal. Sorry, I, Phil DeFranco. I could still lose weight. Uh, goodbye. I love you. We love you. We hope you have a good day today and tomorrow. And sure, I may have said Brian Luttrell is in QAnon, but I'm still a good person and we're still good people. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your time. I hope you have a wonderful day slash night. Oh, bye bye. Ooh. We got chicken. Is that crispy, juicy tender?